Hello and welcome to the Healthy Church Musician Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Harmon. Today, before we dive into our topic of health, I want to take a couple moments. Thank you, first off, for listening to my podcast, for downloading it and subscribing. Um, I'd love to have you give some ratings on iTunes or Google or Stitcher or wherever you listen. Um, wanted to also talk a little bit about uh, the other things that I'm doing. I have a website, Harmony Music, H-A-R-M-A-N-N-Y Music.us, and on there you're going to find, well, the podcast that I'm currently doing. Um, I also have a blog uh, called The Minimalist Musician, um, which has really not much to do with music, but does have a whole lot more to do with minimalism and just our relationship with stuff. Um, And you'll also find links to purchase compositions that I've written. Um, And uh, I have a couple of uh, ebooks available on Amazon as well. Um, Also on there, you'd find a direct link to it. But uh, over on easychoirmusic.com, I have a composition that is up for sale currently called Go in Peace. I'd love to have you check it out um, and uh, hopefully purchase it too, uh, which would be fantastic. Uh, There's going to be more to come in the next few weeks, so definitely keep checking the site, um, my website, harmonymusic.us, and check out uh, easychoirmusic.com, check out sheetmusicplus.com, and search my name, Craig A. Harmon, um, and you'll find all kinds of fun stuff, and hopefully in the future, uh, some more resources coming. So when you think about the three words, healthy church musician, which is, of course, the title of this podcast, what do you think of? What comes to your mind? Probably when we talk about health, the first thing that comes to people's minds is physical health. And I intentionally didn't start with that as the first topic or the second or third. This is actually obviously farther along down the road. But today we're going to talk about and dive into our physical health because it affects everything it affects all of what we do it affects who we are it affects our ministry as musicians it affects our relationships with others it affects our stress level so many different things so what do you do you know if you look at at healthy diets out there if you did a google search you're going to come up with keto Whole30, Atkins, South Beach, The Zone. You're going to find shakes, supplements, this, that, or the other. Is that what you're going to do? Is that something that's really sustainable? Now, I've had experiences on a couple of those diets, and I've had success with them. But it's a short-term fix, and that's great. Um, Short-term is good, um, but you really have to be building habits and discipline and that's the biggest thing that we're going to get into today is talking about how we build healthy habits and build healthy disciplines when it comes to what we eat when it comes to how we move and how we take care of ourselves so for me growing up um, I'm a month short of 41 Um, I'm overweight in fact if you uh, you know did the whole body mass index thing I'd be obese Um, I've struggled with weight for most of my life. Um, even as a kid, you know, back, back in the day, it was those husky jeans for, uh, for fifth, sixth, seventh grade boys. And I would wear those quite regularly. 
Uh, now I, I played sports. Um, so I played basketball. I was running. I played softball. I played all kinds of sports. So I was, I was on the go. I wasn't really overweight. But something changed between my eighth grade year, the summer between my eighth grade year and my freshman year of high school. And that was a diagnosis. <clears throat> I went through a physical to go into high school. And I had mentioned to the doctor that, yeah, I get shortness of breath from time to time. And could just be, you know, because I'm, I'm a little overweight. Well, the doctor did a thorough heart scan and said I, I had an issue with my heart. It was called mitral valve prolapse. Okay, what does that mean? Do I have to have surgery? Do I have to take medication? What does this mean? Oh, nothing. It just means that you're going to get a little winded um, when you first start exercising, and then you'll be fine. Okay. Well, for whatever reason, I quit. I, I just decided that I was done with exercise. I was done with pretty much anything being healthy. Now, along the way, uh, growing up, I had lots and lots of bad habits um, that I, I picked up on, which were um, dessert after dinner, snacks every night before bed. Um, you know, this was, this was in the time of, you know, all the good unhealthy things like, you know, the uh, little Debbie cupcakes and all of those things. And I would eat a bunch of them. Um, I, I did not have self-control when it came to food and that definitely came back to bite me in the rear once I got into high school and most specifically once I turned 16 and got my driver's license and got a job because I could spend my own money and I lived just outside of a small town and in that small town uh, it was about my freshman year I think of high school or sophomore year a McDonald's was built yes McDonald's my junior and senior years of high school, once I had my driver's license and had access to a car and had a job, um, I would go to McDonald's because we, uh, I was, I was in the fall, was in a musical. And what I would do is after school, um, it was probably about an hour and a half, two hours before musical practice, I would go to McDonald's, I'd buy a couple double quarter pounders with cheese. I would have the supersized fries, and that was my dinner. Sometimes, I think it was Monday nights, was the 20-piece chicken McNugget night. Guess what I'd eat? Yeah, exactly. Um, ice cream all the time, popcorn, chips, you name it. And guess what happened? Uh, by the time I graduated from high school, I was right about 6 feet tall, 175 pounds. Too bad, not surprisingly, in all of that. Not not too bad. But then I went to college, and in college, the cafeteria was all you could eat, basically. Um, refills on soda, refills on food, anything, and I ate. Uh, typically, the joke is when you're a freshman, you put on the freshman 15. I put on the freshman 25, just in my first semester. So I started college. When I was weighing 175. I graduated and I was 275. That's right, five years, 100 pounds. Um, I would have Mountain Dew for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. Seriously. Not just one one glass, but probably about four or five. I'm, I'm embarrassed to share all of this um, because I, I know much better. 
Um, fast forward to graduating from college and now I am independent. I am taking care of myself and those healthy disciplines weren't there. So you can bet I gained even more weight. Uh, the last time I stepped on a scale, <clears throat> somewhere around there in that point, uh, I saw 335. Then I stopped stepping on the scale. I was wearing waist 46 pants that were expandable. And along the way, uh, a couple years after living on my own, I met my wife and got married. And along the way, I have lost weight. Um, I'm now down to 285 pounds, which is still a lot to be carrying on my six foot tall frame. And so I'm trying to be making better choices. The last couple of years, it's been I would lose 20 and gain 15. I would lose 30 and gain 20. Or lose 10 and gain 15. It's been this up and down and up and down. So this is the challenge for pretty much everybody. I think that we all struggle with what it is that's sustainable. So all those diets I mentioned, they're good. They take intentionality, they take work, but not too many of them are sustainable over the long term. And that's what we need. We don't need that yo-yo of losing weight, gaining it, losing weight, gaining it. Now, if we go down, great, but that's not long-term going to be our best success. So what is sustainable? I think the easy answer is moderation. That sounds simple, right? everything in moderation well yeah and and what I've been doing recently uh, is trying to just focus on eating meat fruits vegetables and nuts I'm trying to limit the processed foods as much as possible uh, about three years ago yeah it was three three and a half years ago actually uh, I gave up soda uh, I would drink doctor diet dr. pepper regularly um, I had graduated to the diet soda um, to be a little more healthy but I finally just said I'm done I'm done with it um, so now I'll have one or two cups of coffee in the morning I'll drink water liberally throughout the day uh, maybe have a glass of uh, green tea um, and then have maybe a little bit of iced tea with dinner uh, unsweet of course but if we're taking those steps right there I think just those few things limiting the processed foods cutting out the soda drinking more water you're going to start seeing changes just those little things what about eating fruits and veg vegetables right I mean that's not hard it just takes that intentional step yes grabbing a bag of chips is a whole lot easier than sitting down and cutting up carrots I get it and the chips probably taste a little better than carrots but those carrots are far more healthier for you than the chips. Even if you want something else that's crunchy, um, dry roasted nuts. Uh, my go-to is cashews. Uh, but you could do uh, peanuts or almonds, pecans, whatever, whatever you really like. Just as long as it's not roasted. Or at least dry roasted. You have to think about what you eat before you eat it. So in this last month or so that I've been doing this, I haven't been perfect. 
Um, I've made a few mis not mistakes, but just intentional step backs here and there. Um, we usually do pizza on Friday nights. And uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, it was just me and my youngest daughter. And so we ordered individual sized pizzas. But what I did instead of getting the big crust, I had a whole wheat crust, which was a healthier choice. And it's things like when you go out to eat, what are you eating? What are you thinking about when you order? Sometimes a salad is the better choice. Not always, because there's lots and lots and lots of hidden calories and hidden everything else um, in those salads. But, you know, have a salad. Have the dressing on the side. Another thing I'll do is I'll have salsa on, on top of my salad instead. Uh, there's lots of different things and tricks that you can do that help you to be able to make those healthy choices. Okay, eating is part of it. And, and it's a major part of it. But physical activity is another part of it. Um, when I gave up, <laughs> when I, my freshman and sophomore year of high school, and even in my junior and senior year, um, I played video games. I sat around. I didn't do as much physical activity as I could or should have. Um, past couple of years, I've been trying to walk as much as I can. Um, and, and the thing is with physical activity don't think that you have to go from not doing anything to running a marathon because if you go from I've been sitting on the couch doing nothing and now all of a sudden hey I'm going to run a marathon reality is you're going to fail you have to set yourself some incremental steps and some goals to get there I've even used the couch to 5k app I'm trying to get you to be able to go from not running to running a 5k and I haven't quite gotten there um, I think it's it's a good app and it, it definitely sets you on the right path um, but I think it can kind of step you a little bit too quickly to running especially somebody uh, if they're if they're a little more sedentary or overweight or you know trying to, to go slow or having other issues along the way but do you need to get a gym membership or some kind of fancy expensive machine or a treadmill or a whatever no no uh, just start with a good pair of shoes I mean or you can get a bike um, a used bike is not that expensive um, just something simple you don't have to go all extravagant and the thing that I've seen is if you go and buy the big expensive fancy machine that's all got all the gizmos and gadgets and everything else attached to it how much are you really going to use it and how soon does it become a clothes hanger or a catch-all for all your junk yeah that's probably the case more often than not and that's why if you look for used exercise equipment you're gonna find lots of it but just get a good pair of shoes. Now, I'll tell you, a good pair of shoes is so, so important. I learned that lesson so well this last fall. Um, so I'm cheap, I'll readily admit that. I don't like spending money, and when I do, I like to spend as little as possible. And I had a very cheap pair of basketball shoes, because I love playing basketball. 
And in my church, we have uh, uh, we encourage those who are over 30 to come on Thursday nights and just play pickup basketball. That's a lot of fun. I love doing it. But I have my cheap pair of basketball shoes, and um, our gym floor at our church isn't the most grippy we'll go with. Um, the floor is a little slick. And somehow, in trying to compensate for that um, and being a little bit more tentative, uh, I developed plantar fasciitis in my left foot. That hurt. And then on top of that, I was trying to do more walking and didn't have the best pair of shoes. I had a good pair of shoes, but not the best that I needed. And so it was it was tough. It hurt, it hurt, it hurt. So I finally had to give up walking and playing basketball for a while and just let my feet rest. And then I was encouraged to go to a store called Fleet Feet and get my, get my feet measured and just doing all these different testing and get shoes recommended. Okay, it doesn't cost anything, great. Come to find out, I had been wearing 11 and a half size shoes. My right foot is an 11 and a half and my left foot is a 10 and a half. Huh, interesting. My left foot was the one that had the issue. Interesting. So, they recommended a couple pairs of shoes. They were a lot of money. I looked on Amazon because I'm cheap, but still wanted to invest in a good pair of shoes. Found the same pair of shoes for a whole lot less, still a lot of money. And my mother-in-law got them for me for Christmas. Uh, so I didn't have to spend the money, which was wonderful. But I tell you what, walking in those shoes has been so helpful. I have not been in pain. I have not had an issue with my foot at all. I got Dr. Scholl's inserts for my cheap basketball shoes. And when I've played basketball in those, I haven't had any problems. These things make all the difference. Because, sure, if you're putting yourself in, in situations where you're causing pain and causing injury to yourself, then you're, you're not getting anywhere. Because you're costing yourself financially, but you're also costing yourself in not making the progress that you want. And then you're going to get frustrated and more often than not, when we get frustrated, we give up. You need to find ways to move throughout the day. If you're like me, you're sitting at a desk or a piano or uh, any musical instrument throughout the day, and you don't really get up and move. Find ways to intentionally get up and move. Now, I'll tell you, being honest here, um, drinking lots of water helps immensely in that regard because you will have to get up and walk to the bathroom a lot. Side benefit, I guess? Maybe. But making sure that you are intentionally... I mean, you don't have to say, okay, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes. Just get up and walk around for 10 minutes every hour or every couple hours or something. Just get up and move. Park your car a little farther away at the grocery store so you can walk a little bit longer. Now, I live in Houston, and so it's hot and humid. It's summer. Um, but I still try to park as far as far away as I can if I'm by myself um, so that I can give myself that time to walk and get those extra steps. Now, I have a Fitbit, and uh, I love it. I love having some kind of step tracker because that helps keep me focused. Um, it also, I'm kind of competitive, so um, with the app, you can uh, create challenges with other people 
And that's one of the things that I do weekly is I'm in challenges with friends of mine and it's great motivation and encouragement to keep moving, to get moving, to go, to do something, to say, oh, this person got 300 more steps. I got to get 400. And that's what I do. <laughs> it's silly, but I do. I, I try to be moving as much as I can. And I tell you what, that makes all the difference because I have felt so much better on those days and those times when I'm moving more than when I'm sitting around and doing nothing. I feel it. Like I said, I'm almost 41. So I know that over the next few years, 5, 10, 15 years, my body is going to start slowing down. So I have to be even more vigilant about being active so that I'm able to still be the best that I can for myself, for my wife, for my girls, for the people in the church that I serve. All these things count and all these things matter. Now, the step tracker isn't essential. It really, I mean, it helps. And, and if you're the kind of person where that, that's a, a motivator, great. Get one. Do it. Use it. If, it. if it's not a big deal, then don't worry about it. Just get up and move. It's not hard. Most importantly, give yourself grace. Whether you don't walk or move as much as you should, whether you have a bowl of ice cream, that's okay. That's the whole thing with moderation. If you're, if you're focused on practicing moderation, there's a place for cookies. There's a place for ice cream. There's a place for chips. A small place for it, yes. Sitting down and eating an entire box of cookies or an entire bag of chips, I've done both of those. That's not moderation. Moderation is making sure that you think about what you eat before you eat it. But give yourself that grace. We're not perfect. We're going to mess up. We're going to have church potlucks or be invited out to dinner with friends. Great. Enjoy it. Just make sure that you're thinking about what you're eating and not just shoveling food on your plate or ordering the biggest, largest burger that you can find. Plan out your day. Think about what you're eating. Think about how you're moving. And you will see success. You will feel better. And over time, you're going to develop those habits that will put you on the right path, that will help you be the best that you can be. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for giving, our, giving us our bodies. Help us to use those bodies and to take care of those bodies so that we can best glorify you in our lives and in our ministries. Amen.